and welcome to the Maximum Effort Podcast, the podcast where we talk about our lives as women and mothers. This week, we're talking about products you probably wouldn't buy for your children. And then somehow we got off on a tangent about serial killers and kidnappings. We're not sure how we got there, but enjoy. Hello. Hello. How have you been this week? Uh, pretty okay. Um, work's been interesting, to say the least. Um, hot cups, <laughs> hot cups. Unofficially. <laughs> People in like the area where my where my store is are really nuts. Um, a lot of them are alcoholics or drug addicts that come in on something all the time. Um, it's, so we're either getting police officers, EMTs, and like first responders, like all different kinds of like everything. And then the other side of it is the alcoholics and the drug addicts who are on something and want to fight and I'm constantly being cussed out or I had one lady come at my at my protective shield and act like she was going to do something and I was like you need to leave before I do something <laughs> with my fight or flight response I'm the first one to be like pop <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not gonna just run. <laughs> I'm gonna start hitting. Let's like, throw hands. Uh, it's just like this place. It's something. But other than that, it's fun. I had a really like a four-hour almost session of playing Among Us last night with my my friend coworker, which was kind of fun. Well, I've never played that before. I see the well, videos everywhere, but. Yeah, I haven't gamed in so long and it brings back like how much I really miss gaming because it's so funny. Like we were actually on a voice call and we're not going to give away like so you can hear when the other person dies, but we don't give away who killed us. It's basically like, all right, you're on your own to figure it out. Yeah. And but we could hear the other person like, okay, where are you at? Okay, I'm coming by there. Okay, watch me do this so that you can, you know, tell them, you know. And it's really funny because it became a game of like, when when we were the imposter, we were to kill the other person. Like, you can hear like things and otherwise we're muting stuff. And he started it and I didn't realize it was gonna happen. And he kept like, he's following me around a map. And I, I was just thinking, okay, cool. We're both crew, like awesome. And he's following me around, following me around. And then we're like way up the top. And he's like, so Stephanie, I, I can't, I can't, um, I, I only have so much time left. And so I'm like thinking he has to leave. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I get bah, bah, stabbed. And I was like, <laughs> you said that. <laughs> screaming. And I could hear him laughing so hard. I'm like, I hate you. I hate you so much. And he's cracking up. I'm like, oh, this is war. And he did it again. And it, like, it, it was every time because we didn't have to do this key thing. And he, every time he would be like, hey, are you going to do your keys? And I'm like, oh, no, you don't. Because every time you say, are you going to do your keys? You're the imposter. I can see right through you. So every time he'd like, he'd be like, oh, she can read my tells. So he would find me and kill me before I would know it was him. And I'd be like, oh, it's you, it's you. And he'd chase me down and he'd kill me. <laughs> <laughs> there was one I like, found him. I turned off the lights and I went into the room and someone was on, uh, doing a task and he was on another area and he was like 
oh no, you're not, are you? And I just bopped him and I vented right out of there. <laughs> and I was cackling so hard. He's just like, that was a good one. That was, that was a great kill. And I'm like, I know, and you deserved it. And I do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have a lot more going on than I do. I feel like all I do, I work. I make dinner and take care of Liam and then I hand him off to Nathan and I do my stuff for school. I have eight weeks left and I'm so ready to be done. Yeah, I don't usually do anything um, but work and take care of Joey. So it was really fun to like have something last night. And he was telling me when he gets off work tonight, he wants to try to play again. And I'm like, oh, that would be so much fun because... Once my son's asleep, you know, I have nothing but sleep or just like laying there in my own thoughts. Yeah. And it took me away from stress and it, you know, I hadn't laughed like that in a while. It was, so I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. We'll do that I, haven't, I haven't been able to game since uh, Christmas break. <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, years. I, I mean, I probably could have made time but it's not enough that you can really get into a game. Cause I'll usually mm-hmm. I'll get done with work at five, make dinner by then it's like six 30 ish seven after we've, you know, ate dinner, cleaned up, get back to my office. And then I'll be in here until nine, 10 o'clock at night. And then all I want to do is read one of my books and get in bed. So yeah, <laughs> I love more time. It's been years since I've like game gamed. I mean, I've tried playing Among Us with him before. It was like months ago and it was a lot of fun, but I only got through like one or two games because I had to go do stuff with my son. And um, I think I did it when my mom had him or something real quick, tried it out. And then I was like, oh yeah, that was fun, you know. But otherwise it's been years other, other than some like little phone game, you know, that I play. Yeah, so we supposed to, um, we're supposed to have a game night tonight at my mother-in-law's house. So that's where Nathan went was to get groceries for a taco bar. So Ooh. I have that to look forward to. So I was trying to get my school stuff done this morning as much as I could. I have one more. It should be fun though. Yeah, I have one more quiz to do and then an exam tomorrow. So I'm putting it, I was going to do it today. I'm putting it off till tomorrow. (laughs) Because I know I'm not going to have time. (laughs) Just stop. Wait. Procrastinate. Yeah. I feel you. (laughs) Yep. I'm not going to be late with it, but I'm putting it off because I know otherwise I'm going to frazzle myself trying to get it done today. (laughs) Right. Well, should we get started? Yeah. Do you want me to go first? Sure. My my weird mind. I even have the notes of like in what kind of voice to read it in. I have a few things written down on one of Joey's notebooks. Nice. I was like what I wanted to do. <laughs> okay. Hi. Are you sick of those ungrateful little shits you call your children? I'm here today to tell you that you are not alone. of parents just want a fucking break. You can get that today with Wine for Children. Wine for Children does not contain alcohol, 
but instead has a lovely blend of white grape juice and melatonin to make your child fall asleep faster so you can get that much needed break. Pick up some wine for children today. (laughs) That's close to one that I have is, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today, our podcast is sponsored by Sleep Assure. Sleep Assure is a nice blend of Benadryl and apple juice. Give this to your child and you'll be sure to get a good night's sleep. Sleep assured, get yours today. <laughs> it's, it's nice that we're both thinking of what way can we get our children to fall asleep? Yeah, exactly. I think, <laughs> I think yours might have the worst ingredients because of uh, Benadryl being in mm-hmm. there, but then mine is the worst sounding name because it's called wine. <laughs> for children (laughs) but if you think about it it's the grape juice and then the melatonin to make you sleepy which wine typically does make me sleepy so true very true Uh, that's next one i need a a wrestler voice for and i don't i don't know that i'm going to be able to pull that off i'm thinking like uh macho man randy savage would be good at this. Okay, I gotta, I gotta warm myself up here. <clears throat> hey kid, you wanna fuck some shit up? I know you do, you dick. I saw you break your mom's favorite coffee cup when she was already at the end of her rope this morning. That's why you need the Rage Room game. Set it up and smash everything. It's a fun time. Rage Room game is not responsible for damage to your home. <laughs> You had to be sure to add that in there. Yep. That is so funny. (laughs) Rage rooms are real. I don't know if you knew this. No. Yeah, it's a real thing. They set up like a room as if it's in a house and then you just go in and you smash everything. Like you can do a kitchen where they'll give you a sledgehammer and then you just take it to the cupboards and you're knocking everything down. Rage rooms are a real thing. Okay. (laughs) This is the first one that I thought of. Think of how to sell this. Are you hungry for a nice juicy burger? But you don't need a big grill and you're a little tired to cook. You need Child's First Gas Grill. It comes with a small little propane tank that they can learn how to turn on and off and go higher and higher or lower and lower. Child's first gas grill will get you through your next barbecue with ease. Child's first gas grill is not responsible for any fires. (laughs) That is, we're thinking along the same lines. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Because my, my next one is kind of similar uh, as in cooking, like cooking wise. All right. Hi there, kids. Have you wanted to learn to cook? Well, you're in luck with this super fun chef's knife set. Just as sharp as what your parents use, but small enough to fit in your tiny hands. Careful, watch your fingers. 
We've been advised by legal to state the super fun chef's knife set should only be used under parental supervision. But what do they know? A lot, you idiot! Have fun and get cooking today. Also available is our super fun stove to cook those meals on. <laughs> See, my last one was the, the cooking set to go with it. So there you yeah. go. <laughs> the first cooking set. <laughs> yep, super fun chef's knife set. Oh my goodness. So hard to come up with those because those were the three that I had, which were the child's first guest, grow, the sleep assure, and the first cooking set. Um, I have two more. <laughs> oh, go for it. This next one is a, a children's book. Have you heard of the new children's book by Jenny Talia? Don't tell daddy that mommy dropped the ball again. It's a silly story about mommy that needs her kids to keep their trap shut about forgetting to do the things she was supposed to do. Daddy doesn't need to know about that, so zip it. Other hit books include Don't Tell Daddy That Mommy Went Shopping and Don't Tell Daddy That Mommy Broke His Xbox. Check them out today. <laughs> I thought it was going to be something like Don't Tell Daddy About Uncle Roger. <laughs> that could be in the series. <clears throat> oh, jeez. Uh, okay, and the last one isn't so much of an advertisement, just an idea. Um, that I would have wanted when I was a child and would be equally unsafe. Um, power wheels that are about the size of a, of a smart car so kids can drive themselves places. Um, just imagine tiny parking lots at schools so kids can drive themselves. <laughs> and then, so the normal power wheels would be the training version. And then once they know how to drive those, they can get their training license and then have their smart car sized kid's car. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is something I would definitely had wanted when I was a kid. Like, here you go, kid. Drive yourself. You want to go to the park? Get in your car. It can include GPS so you can track them the whole way. That is so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know where to go from here now. <laughs> No, I couldn't think, I have been, I've been racking my brain because there's so many that I've seen like fake products of boxes. Like they have one that it was a thongies, which is a thong diaper, which would be highly inappropriate and not helpful in the same <laughs> It sense. took my brain a second to process that one. I was like, oh, how would that work? <laughs> Anytime they shit, it would just be everywhere. <laughs> yeah that's that's precisely it they oh had a, my god where did you find that google i was like i just looked up terrible child product ideas just to like get the ball rolling and that was <laughs> uh trank which is a trank gun to make your kids sleep um it's like oh gosh the molda pet which is a bath toy uh the living bath toy ducky just splash and play to turn it green and gray. <laughs> so many. But th there's also real ones that I would come across too, like questionable children's toys that made it onto the shelves. Cause like there's this pair of scissors of Wonder Woman and the actual where you put your fingers to open and close are her legs. And they're child safety scissors. So it's not like they're adult scissors. There's definitely child scissors. Uh -huh. 
<laughs> Would it be worse if the blades were her legs? I don't. <laughs> I don't think you could make this product any better. Like, it's just so bad. Uh, my goodness. I know that my mom talked about, I don't know if it was her or if it was like a comedian, but they talked about products that they had when they were kids. That was definitely not like something that kids should have. Like, I think it was like they had a wood, wood burning kits where you actually plug it into the wall and you burn what it like radiates heat yeah. and it would start, it could start fires. And I'm like, that's a thing. Like, that's what made me think of the gas grill idea. Cause I was like, that's just begging for issues. Yeah. My mom used to have some of those. She probably still does. She used to do her uh, wood burning art stuff, which this was probably like late eighties, early nineties when she was really getting into that. Just crazy that they had those types of things for children. Oh, yeah. Well, think of the time period. Yeah, things were very, very different. Even, even when we were children. Even when we were kids, think about how many times that our parents were just like, get out of the house, go outside. We don't want you in here. And we would just be gone all day. And our only role was get back before dark. Like we we lived by a lake. <laughs> At any time, I could have gone. Like we're just gonna go swimming at any time, and they wouldn't know. It'd be summertime. We were home by ourselves. Like, uh, and yeah. they'd say to us, um, "Make sure you clean the house first, and don't go swimming by yourselves." You're just trusting children that they're not going to go swimming by themselves. Like, really? It's summertime. Yep. It's like, don't answer the door. Yep. Don't set the house on fire. Got it. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think we were called latchkey kids. Just, it was like, take care of yourselves. You, you get home. Yeah. We'd get home from school and we'd be by ourselves for uh, maybe an hour before my dad got home since he worked so early but still it's summertime we were alone all day <laughs> I remember there was one time I was like really little it was the first time I got stung by a bee I don't know if I was like five six I was at grandma and grandpa's house I was like way in the backyard by myself like yeah. in, in the sand pit and a bee was like in the sand and it stung my foot and I went running and crying to the house but I'm like how old I was young I wasn't that old and I was just like chilling outside by myself like cool we're they're right by a highway like they're not yeah. far from a highway like, <laughs> and there were like times that I would be over there and I would just back when they had those um those pine tree the Christmas trees that they had in the back um there was like a little island bar area that I was just talking about this with my mom where like you'd see all the trees and then if you like walk through them there's a little area with like a bunch of sand and like it was like broken up and you could actually just hang out there that would be like my hangout place because I didn't have like tree houses or like forts or anything like that so I would just when I was irritated I like all right I'm mad at you guys I'm just gonna go chill out there in the woods and I would just go running and run out there and sit there for god knows how long and they were like, you weren't concerned that like, I sicked it. No. Yeah. Well, you think about my upbringing. Mm -hmm. I am surprised. 
I was not kidnapped or <laughs> mm-hmm. serial killed because you think about where we live. We're in a rural area, basically middle of nowhere. My regular thing was to go to the campground or around the lake by myself. And any time <laughs> there could just be a creep there. And other than being taught stranger danger, stay away from people. How, how was I not murdered? <laughs> I mean, there was, there was one time I remember when my mom lived in a, my mom and I lived in an apartment complex. Um, I was, I was like four years old. All my friends were like five years older than me. I had, I was to a point where like, for some reason, kids my age annoyed me. They were quote unquote immature in my head. Like, I just like, you're doing too much. I need to go play with the older kids because they're much more fun and kind of a mindset. And um, after I was attacked at the um, playground, which was my assault, uh, by two guys that I knew, two kids that I knew. Um, my mom didn't want me like necessarily going out unless I had friends with me. Yeah. Um, and so I had my two friends with me, but she made sure to say, okay, you don't go anywhere anyway. You don't do this. And my friends went with me to go get the mail. And yeah, I had to be like, I think it was four, four or five. And we went to the mailbox and there was, there was this old guy. He was like in his, had have been in his seventies. And, um, he came up to us and he's like, Hey kids, I've got candy. If you want to come back to my place, I've got candy for you. <laughs> of course. And got candy. <laughs> yeah. And I, but my mom had had this conversation with me and I was like, hmm, funny you should say that. So I like, I had, I had my mail in my hands and my friends were like, yeah, yeah, let's go back and have the candy. And I said to him, well, I got to get this mail back to my mom first. And he made the mistake and asked her if I could come. And he made the mistake of going, okay. That's my apartment right there. Okay. He pointed out the exact one and I went home and I brought the mail to my mother and I said, Hey, can I go to this guy's house? And she was like, do you know him? And I was like, well, no. And she goes, well, no, you can't go. Are you crazy? And I had said, well, you know, and I named my friends off. I said, they went and she flipped. She was like, what? She was best friends with one of my friend's mothers. So she called her up and they stood there and they're like, which apartment now? And I was like, okay, that one. And um, my friend's mother went over there and she was like banging on the door and he wouldn't answer. And she peeked in one of the windows and the bed was set up with like, so gross, like uh, children's like toys and like stuffed animals. Oh, And no. she's like banging on the door, banging on the door. And I guess he couldn't like, like, it was hard for him to handle the two kids together. And her daughter ran to the door and he was like, don't you? And he, she ripped it open. And I guess she turned around and was like, oh, thank God it's you. And they were able to get him out. Yeah. And my mom's like, if it weren't for you, like having some smarts, be like, I got to bring this mail back to my mom and ask her. She's like, that could have gone really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so they got it like just in time. And I'm like, okay, so we need to move. And mom's like, yeah, first you get attacked. And then now this, we're not living here anymore. Okay. <laughs> Good deal. Yeah. It's just crazy. But yeah, I mean, like I said, there were they're like things like that where, we knew well enough to be like, okay, you know, and our parents would have long discussions and especially those of us that have had issues being hurt in the past, we kind of know to like who to stay away from and who to look out for and when to go to our parents first. And like, but a lot of kids nowadays, it's, it's different. They have no idea. They don't listen to their parents. I mean, you know, 
we all listen to ours. <laughs> but, but it, like, it was more so now. I, I'm seeing a lot more acting out, I think. Yeah. Well, for yeah. us, I think we kind of learn to trust our gut a bit yeah. where there, and I hear it all the time where it's like, if something feels off, if it probably is, so you should listen to yourself. Like when I listen to yes. my favorite murder and they talk about if something feels wrong, you should probably listen to yourself and, and get out of there. And it's not worth sticking around just in case nothing happens. And just in case you're right. wrong, like it's okay to be wrong about something. If it's for your safety, if you're like, I'm not going to go and do this thing I feel uncomfortable with. I think that's like the best lesson yeah. <laughs> nowadays that there, there are good things and bad things about, social media nowadays and how you know podcasts that have been developed and everything that's come from the age of the internet because this kind of thing didn't exist when I was young like I was in sixth grade I think when the internet became a thing that everybody was getting in their houses and um, it kind of went from some people having stuff like AOL to a lot more people getting connected and a lot has changed over the years, but I think one of the greatest things is sharing of information, letting people know that they've dealt with similar things, like how to get help. If you feel like you might need therapy, there's people there to support you. I mean, it comes with all the bad stuff, the assholes right. and people oversharing on social media and everything yeah. else. But Well, I think that's the thing too, is with, with the coming age of social media, it's so much easier for these child predators because even with, with us teaching our kids, you know, stranger danger, you know, don't go with this person. If you don't know them, you don't know them, you know, but it also became like a lot of things are happening to kids, you know, even in our days by people you knew, like I was attacked by two boys that I knew. Yeah. I've been around them before they lived in my neighborhood. We all hung out before. I didn't think it would happen. Um, but with the social media, it's like, these guys are reaching out. They're like, oh yeah, you know. And talking to these girls and these boys through social media for like a month, two months. And they're like, we really need to meet up and meeting up with them. And they're like, well, I know them now. I've been talking to them. I know them. Yeah. But you don't. This is a 40-year-old dude. We were around for the when chat rooms were a big thing. <laughs> yeah, when yeah. chat rooms first started and you could talk to people. And that's the thing about online. You can pretend to be anyone. You can pre even pretend to be a different version of yourself with whatever image that you want to portray to people. So I think there's safety issues if you were ever to meet up with someone that you met online. And it's different if you're meeting, say you're in like a book group like I am, and everyone's talking about some book convention they're going to go to. And if your group wants to meet up, that's a different thing if you're in a public place with a lot of people. And I'd just say if anybody was going to meet somebody online, I mean, nowadays, people on Tinder, <laughs> they meet yeah. someone in an app based on some pictures. So somebody can be catfished and then you're just going to get in a car or meet someone on a date. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't date nowadays. Thank God I, I met my husband before <laughs> the age of online dating. Yeah. I'm concerned. I haven't. <laughs> it's been like, mm, I'm going to go to work and come home. Okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so terrifying. It's so hard to meet somebody. You have to, for it to be like somewhat 
safe. I'm glad I met my now husband through, she was my roommate at the time when I worked with her when we went to college together. So she introduced us. So I felt okay with that because I was thinking, okay, at least, you know, if I'm going to meet and go out with this guy, one, I was working at a a domestic violence shelter. (laughs) So I had them as a resource and he was picking me up from there. So they all, you know, they all knew (laughs) there was a group of people. And then my friend knew who I was going out with and, you know, I I felt okay there. Right. Well, I mean, and it, and it it definitely turns me off and freaks me out of the whole dating situation. Um, being at my job because you get a lot of like weird guys, like old guys. One guy came in and told me, "I I don't know if this would upset you. I hope it doesn't. But uh, if if you know, I would take you home and make you my bitch." And I'm like, <laughs> awkward laughter. <laughs> like because I I you know I'm at work it's not exactly I can be like you're an asshole but I'm just like have a nice day yeah I'm just like bye-bye now ah get me out of here what's wrong with some men and yeah Um, I worked at a store for a while and you get the weirdest people that will come in there as far as customers because I've had guys ask for my number and they haven't introduced themselves to me and they don't know my name. So my response was, how are you going to know who to ask for? <laughs> you don't even know my name yet. You haven't gotten to that part. Obviously, no, I'm not just going to give you my number, random stranger. You usually start with introductions. That's probably the best way to start. <laughs> There's this uh, um, older guy that, he's not that much older, but older guy that comes in. He's a, and he he comes in all the, all the time and strikes up conversations with me. He wants to go out to lunch sometime. And I'm like, while well, it's like, oh, that's exciting. But then also I'm like, I listen to a lot of true crime and my body could end up in a different state. <laughs> <laughs> my mind goes, oh my God, I could die and nobody would find me. Like, <laughs> like maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> yeah yeah me too because I'm just thinking like just thinking backup plans of let everyone knowing where you are putting your GPS tracker on if you don't respond after 15 minutes meeting in a public place not riding together get a picture of him and his name maybe his driver license if possible at (laughs) least the license plate of his vehicle (laughs) because it's so scary as women we have to be cautious we can be murdered at any moment yeah there's this one guy that oh my gosh I have so many stories of things like this but there's this one guy that comes in and I haven't seen him in a while thank god because he just gave me the creeps and I guess it wasn't just me that he would hit on but he came in and he was like as he's leaving one day he's like I'm gonna get your number the next time I come in and I was like (laughs) bye and I'm like thinking that's not how you get it just by telling me I'm gonna give it to you yeah, that's not how it's going to work. And then um, the next time he came in, he was like, oh, stay sexy. And I'm like, bye. <laughs> that's when he got and then, murdered. <laughs> yeah, well, and then he came, and he's got a van. Dude, this, okay, there's so many red flags with this man. He has a van and he was like outside. And then like this, this third time, he, like, which really made me like alarm bells. I had to go and hide in the back room because I was scared. Um, until my manager came inside because my manager was taking out trashes out back 
and he forgot a bag and the guy had just gone out to his vehicle. So I grabbed the bag, the, the store was empty. So I grabbed the bag and I went to go look for my manager and I went around one side of the building and I was like, oh, he grabbed the whole bin. I got to go back to the other side. And I turn around and the van's sitting there and the guy's sitting there staring at me. And I'm like, okay, this is getting creepy. And as I'm walking, I'm not looking at him. I'm looking ahead, but I got good peripherals. I could see his head like moving with every step that I took, like following my movements. And I was like, "Mm -hmm." and I get to the side and there's my manager. And I was like, hey, you forgot this. And he passes it off to me. And as I come back around the building, the guy's literally staring at the point where I had just walked around waiting for me, just sitting there in his van, just staring. And I hightailed it in that store and went to the back room. And I was like, not today, sir. You will not throw me in that van and take me away. I'm going to stay here until my help comes back in. And my manager came in and then the guy left. Like he sat there staring inside for a minute and then he left. And I was like, oh my God, please sleep. I don't want to die. <laughs> like, it's just like... That reminds me of that um, the case here in Michigan. Was it Jessica Haranga? Yes. Wasn't that she was that's working at a gas station? Yeah. And that's what freaks me out. I just kept thinking about her the entire time. And I was like, I do not want this to happen to me again. But luckily I had my manager there. Because so I was like, I don't think you'd be so stupid as to like kidnap me in front of my manager. Like that would just, and we have cameras. Like you'd be so stupid. Then again, Jessica Haranga's work, they had cameras too. But he, it's, it's a whole, that's a whole case. That is a whole crazy case. But he, he only got caught because one, one of the, one of his victims got away. He's a whole serial killer. Wow. When you look into it. Yeah. Um, they didn't, get, I don't know if they got him on Jessica's murder. Cause they, as far as I'm aware, they never found the body or her body, unfortunately, which is just God awful. I wish they would tell, you know, her family where she is so they could have that peace of mind. But they, there was one woman who was running. I can't remember if her name was Sarah. Oh, I think it was. And he shot her out of his vehicle. Wow. And then there was like another woman that I believe they found somewhere. I can't remember. But he kidnapped a girl who was young. Um, she was a teen. She was like, I think she was an older teen. But she was a teen. And they'd stuck her in the, he'd stuck her in the vehicle and he was going down the road. She was able to get like her hands free or whatever. And she was able to rip, open the vehicle door and got out and ran to safety and was like, that man did it. And wow. they were able to arrest him and find what he killed the uh, jogger with. And it's become evident that he was in fact involved in Jessica's disappearance. As far as I knew, they couldn't pinpoint it. I'd have to look into it all over again. Yeah, they probably didn't have the the evidence to sufficiently prove so he, he probably wouldn't be convicted he was br- if he was brought to trial for that specifically right yeah i'd have to look into it all but it was a, it's a whole case where i'm like that man was on his way to be a whole serial killer yeah like this is not <laughs> i can't help but like think about that every time yeah and how amazing for that girl to get herself free and get out of that situation <laughs> like that's badass is what that is right Right. I like, I'm proud of her and I don't even know her. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like any girl that can get herself out of that situation or any person that's like, not today, Satan, and Quit gets thinking, out of there. Man. It's like, exactly good for it. you. You deserve to win the lottery <laughs> for your skill yeah. and getting out of there. Like, good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see those um, TikTok videos 
where, and I, I think I saved one, I saved one at one point where um, it's like a, a call for help kind of a thing where you play it out loud over your speaker and, and they're talking to you and they, they put when to respond and how, and how to respond on, yeah. on the screen. And so that way they think that you're in a voice call with someone and they'll leave you alone. I had to use that once leaving work because the car was pulled up next to my driver's side and they had their door half open and their leg, one leg outside the car and they're kind of like leaning out, but they weren't getting in or getting out. They're just sitting there waiting. And I'm like walking to the car and I'm like, no, this is fishy. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Um, so I just put it on and I started responding to it and I didn't stop until I got in the car and locked the doors and then I turned it off. It's like, well, that kind of helped, <laughs> you know, make people think that I'm on the phone with someone. Yeah, that's smart though. I'm glad people think of stuff like that. It's scary out there. <laughs> and if if you're ever worried about a person, you could always text me the information. Right. <laughs> so someone knows. Oh, I would. You and I mean, the government's me. already tracking me. So if we want to do a <laughs> the find my friends app or something where we can see where we are. Right. <laughs> You know, my mom and I are connected to each other. She, and then she would have my iPad too, which she could easily just go into my, find my friends on my iPad, which is connected to my phone. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. You and my mom would be the first people to be like, all right, uh, this is where I'm going. <laughs> they do have those apps too, where you can put your finger on the button. And then if you release it, it'll call the people on your contact oh. list. Yeah, I've heard of that. I should find out what that's called. I mean, luckily, that's a nice thing about living in a rural area is, I I mean, well, one, I never leave my house. But if I did (laughs) go somewhere, it would be nice to have something like that. Um, And then if you, what is it? If you click the button, the power button on your iPhone three or five times, it calls um, the emergency number for you. And then you can set it up to also at the same time notify people on your contact list that you select yeah yeah I know that um I do have emergency contacts set up in that situation so I just can't remember if I set that part of it up or not yeah if you really want to freak somebody out (laughs) they won't know what's going on they'll just know your emergency number went went off and then they're just going shit what's happening so I get I get freaked out but then you know try and find out what's going on right and we're, I mean we're in a we're in a military town like I remember when I first moved to this town in 2011 and I was working oh gosh I was working at a Walmart in the um, electronics department the photo department was right there and I don't know how this is legal because I would think that by law they wouldn't be able to use a public location to do this uh, for these types of purposes but there was a murder on base and the police came in and apparently uh, developed their photos at the photo uh, center and they left. But of course, all that's saved in the computer. Yeah. And the worker went through and it was like, it wasn't good. Yeah. <laughs> crime scene like, it, it was photos. real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everywhere. And it was like, it looked like um, the father, or I think it was the mother the father but there was blood all over toys it was just it was really sad and I'm like how is this like legal right now for this to be okay like are you really supposed to be doing that here 
And then I remember right after we moved out of the apartments and got the house, um, a woman went missing from our apartment complex. And I was like, I always had a bad feeling at night being at the apartments. Like I would not go outside at night. It was something in my gut that was like, something's not right. And if I had to go out to my car, I would run there and run back. And I'd have some, like my keys in my hands. And it was like every night someone was trying to break in my front door. I mean, I remember sleeping with a gun at one point. Wow. It was like really scary. It was really scary in 2011. <laughs> um, but I remember she went missing and they ended up finding her body eventually. A couple years later, while I was in Japan, um, I remember hearing about it. But they finally found her in a ravine. And I'm like, oh my gosh. She, she was like the bar that was across the street from the apartment complex is no more. It's changed, I think, into a salon or something now, but it Gosh. used to be. And I know they were talking about, there was a man that would sleep behind the bar that was like homeless and like, but he brought her home, but she didn't want him bringing her to the door. So he supposedly, he said he dropped her off at the entrance and then just drove off and that she started walking down towards the apartments and no, supposedly nobody saw her again. Things are not adding up. Yeah. <laughs> it's all very like, I still don't know what happened to the little girl. Hmm. She was like in the Navy. I think it was. That's sad. Yeah. How did we go from uh, kids products to murder? <laughs> That's ADD for you. How do our conversations always just meander so much from one topic to the next? It's like, what segue? Let me go back in the conversation where the segue went from. So I think it went from gas station to, to murder is what happened there. Yeah, I think that's exactly. So terrible kids products to gas stations to murders. It always ends up at true crime. Always. In my noggin. <laughs> Everything relates back to murder. <laughs> you know that there was this one part. No, <laughs> All right. Let's, I think we can wrap this up here today. All right. Let's end with a question of the day. I found some interesting ones and I really like this question. What's the most ridiculous fact you know? put me on the spot for a moment there okay um it's not I mean I guess it's kind of a fact it's kind of like old laws in Michigan I actually started looking up um old laws that are that were still in effect that never got like taken away after the fact that should have I know that um in Grand Haven there was one where it was um illegal to leave your poodle skirt in the street and um, there was one that I, I think you had, I think it was like five cents or 10 cents per rat head that you brought to the mayor's office or to like <laughs> the government building, bringing rat heads and they would pay you for it. Um, right. Yeah, there's quite a few weird ones like that. They never got taken away. And I'm kind of confused as to why. Oh, um, the one that I think makes me the most angry is that a woman shall not cut her hair without her husband's permission first. Yeah, <laughs> not having it, that. It was illegal for a woman to cut her hair without his permission. And if he said no, no means no. Okay. <laughs> I think that one is the one that still just like makes me like heated. It's like, how dare you? <laughs> I 
Okay. Here's, here's another one for you that I remember a case about this one. Did you know that until 2015, it was illegal to curse in front of women? Yeah, I remember reading about that one. That one was like... Yeah, I remember um, learning about that one when a woman was suing a guy because her and her kid were on the bank. He was in the river in a canoe and like his canoe flipped over and he swore. And she was very offended. She would have been the Karen of her time <laughs> before right. we had Karens. She was the pre-Karen. Well, yeah. something that also I know um, happens in Michigan that doesn't usually, I don't know if it happens anywhere else, but last I heard it was like mostly just Michigan is that it's completely legal for a robber um, to sue the homeowner if something happens to them on the premises. So like, um, and I remember hearing stories that it was actually happening and they were winning cases. Yeah. Like um, a guy was breaking in through a skylight in, in a kitchen, like he was, that's how he was breaking into the house and he landed on the counter and there just so happened to be a knife on the counter. So he stabbed himself and he sued in one. That sounds like what? one of the plot things in Liar Liar with Jim and, Carrey. And, it's like, and, it's, and there, was, <laughs> there was one, I remember hearing about another one where a guy was breaking into a home, but he had a break in through the garage. The family had left on vacation, so they were like gone for a week. He got stuck inside the garage. He couldn't get out and he couldn't get into the house. So he was stuck inside the garage for that week. He had to live off of dog food he sued in one you broke onto my property how is that like allowed in michigan but that that's an interesting fact that i'm always like oh. yeah i just looked up the skylight thing that is that's true that did happen i remember hearing about that. <laughs> that's so how i wonder how you'd protect against that do you have to have no trespassing signs up so somebody does break into your house or onto your property and hurt themselves you can have this thing that says you weren't supposed to be here there are signs right but i i studied law for a while and there was a lot of stuff where if like uh someone slips on the sidewalk in front of your business and you've shoveled that area they can sue you but if you hadn't touched it like you hadn't shoveled it or anything yet and they slipped then that would be an act of god versus you shoveling it putting salt down they slip then it's your fault because you missed a spot or something That's weird. the law is weird <laughs> true <laughs> and it'd be nice if we could have more common sense that's like too bad for you burglar <laughs> f off maybe you shouldn't have tried to break into their house the most ridiculous fact I know, or I think is the most interesting, is how anglerfish mate. So the females are the bigger ones of the species. And it's so rare that a male and female anglerfish will come across each other when it's that time that she can lay eggs and be fertilized and all that stuff, that the male anglerfish that is smaller will attach himself to the female and essentially just becomes a parasite and is like stuck on her body. So then when it is time, so the eggs and the male is there to fertilize right, right at that time. So I think that's hmm. the most interesting book. It's pretty interesting. And it's ridiculous because, I mean, kind of gross. 
if I had a guy clinging to me all the time until it was my time where I could, you know, make babies, I'd be annoyed. Right. Like, I don't want you absorbed into my body, but anglerfish, they're, they're kind of at the bottom of the ocean. They got to do what they got to do. It's like, can you leave me alone? Go elsewhere. Find someone else. It's bad enough when I'm on my period. Could you imagine having a guy around you all the time? Yeah, that is my neighbors. I'm sorry about that. My neighbors upstairs sound like raging elephants when they walk. Um, I can't can't hear any of it. I was hearing a thumping uh, in my headphones coming off of my mic because I can't hear anything outside of these headphones except for through the microphone. Um, Nice. And, but I was hearing like a, and I'm like, I doubt that's coming from her. They're having a one o'clock rave. Don't you judge them. So I'm going to apologize in advance. Um, Well, I can't hear it. So if it does get picked up, then (laughs) (laughs) I mean, odd for a Saturday afternoon. But maybe that's how they get through their cleaning is they blast some music and do dishes. Well, they've got quite a few kids and they do this well into like 3 a.m. Oh, no. Where they're running back and forth. Oh, I heard a thump. <laughs> I did. I did pick that one up. <laughs> Sorry about that one. Right. Still using. This was fun. I'm glad we could do this again yeah it's nice to just feel like we're having a conversation and it's fun yeah that's how it always ends up yeah because it's like we just get to talking and then i'm like oh yeah that's right (laughs) yep we just have a conversation and then which is good because i wish we talked more and now this gives us a chance to (laughs) right and i mean it's not like we we didn't do what we planned on doing we started off you know, doing what we had planned and then we just get to talking afterwards. Yeah. I like that. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The intro was titled Work and the outro was titled Aerosol of My Love and can be found at incomtech.filmmusic.io.